Let's get ready to nibble and chew upon this remarkable banquet, because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. stories written and performed exclusively for the show and then dispersed with resplendently remarkable music. So sit back and kick off your shoes and allow your soul to be infused by our unique and innovative storytelling because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. of the Allotment Association, Tim always wore his safari jacket to set an example. His tools were fiercely polished, and his wheelbarrow serviced each year, whether it was needed or not. An untidy shed meant an untidy mind. Poorly maintained compost heaps would herald the insurgency of riff-raff. 
When Tim found small footprints across his lettuce bed, his fury ran from his sweet peas to his rhubarb. Declaring unilateral allotment authority to himself, he banned all children forever. Tim was found dead in the water trough, a rake through his heart and a trowel in his throat. Yesterday I sank to the bottom of the youth and Caburn faded from view. Sinking real slowly, I was enveloped in the silky silt and nothingness. Sophie Drenogle. favourite flower? I squint, turning to my left. Sorry? What flowers do ladies like? Oh, for goodness sake, have you no idea that I'm deeply into my mindful breathing? Blind date queries. <laughs> Some guys. <laughs> I exhale loudly. I like lilies. What about chocolates, milk or plain? Honestly, when is he leaving? A plane, actually. I close my eyes, thankful to hear the door closing behind him. At my following sauna booking, the smiling receptionist hands me a beautifully wrapped package and a bouquet. From a mystery guest who checked out today. I'm confused. Valentine's Day? She winks.
Another storm batters us, and I'm on edge. Hypersensitive? Maybe. As a kid, I had to read a book to class, and the phrase, Woo, 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 went the wind, sounded ridiculous. So embarrassed. Newly moved into our house in 1987, a hurricane hit, and our shed roof flew into the police car park. Ten years later, our poplars destroyed the neighbor's koi carp pond. Now, with every gust, I get a feeling of trepidation. I should put my worries in a box, compartmentalize them. I need firmer boundaries. Perhaps then, when the wind woo-woos, I wouldn't lose the bloody fence panels. Try 
by Angela Cairns. trees stood in a huddle in the wild part of the garden. Grandad joined them all with rope bridges for Mum and Uncle Pete. Mum's tree had a covered treehouse with a proper thatched roof and mats to curl up on to read. Uncle Pete's tree den was a complicated arrangement of platforms with a lookout point at the top. Dad said they weren't safe, but we played in them anyway and made a blood pact to repair them for our own kids. I can hear them now. I'll leave lunch in the basket to haul up later. been taking things too literally just lately. Not helpful when you work in Colchester's largest department store. Last week the manager said he wanted to see me in ladies underwear straight away to explore ideas for dress down day. Five minutes later he's drumming his fingers on the tights counter on the third floor 
while I'm stood in his office on the top floor, dressed in a pair of lacy panties and a bra, hastily borrowed from Gladys in white goods. This is not a good look in an overweight 62-year-old man with knock knees and a pigeon chest. A Minor Error by Jenny Miller Jesus! I've realised why you got into all that preaching and execution and stuff. I meant to send you to Earth Universe 5, where they're all nice and they serve tea and biscuits all day. You went to Earth 4, where I started an experiment a few millennia ago. I mixed up the stellar races, chucked in some aggressive Betelgeusians, violent Regulians and greedy Procinonians for fun. Sorry, fancy Earth 5 next week? Oh, Dad, that sounds really boring. What about the Whiskey River's Opium Clouds planet? Everyone drowned. Earth 4 again? Nah, I'll go for the tea and biscuits.
always dwell In Franklin's town there hangs a bell It can ring tonight today It can ring like fire when you lose your way Simon Grinham. Modern lovers meet daily online, soaring down hidden canyons or running across pixelated beaches. In the metaverse, you can be whoever whatever and wherever you please. His moods and prejudices, her opinions and preferences were noted as algorithms took control. Words weaved and merged until they were unsure which were their own anymore. In the real world he was being eaten away and when he died she never went to the funeral but still they meet in those old familiar places and talk as though nothing had changed. Theirs was a love not hindered by touch, consummated in pure code.
my slumbering fantasy assumes reality until it seems it's not a dream the two are you and me shades of delight go go you rich as the night afro You're listening to Cone Radio, 106.6 FM, and this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Reflection by Petra McQueen Guess what? The woman opposite on the tube was wearing the same skirt as me. Same grey skirt, same top, same mousy hair. No one else noticed, you know. No one batted an eyelash. Huh? No, it wasn't my reflection. I thought the same for a dizzying second and scratched my head. Her arm stayed put. Besides, she was older than me. How old? Well, now you ask. Perhaps, actually, near my age. Two middle-aged women dressed the same. No one noticed. Except us. We saw each other. She waved at me as she left. Hello. I see you. Sebastian Tombs.
Mark stopped drawing in the sand with his stick. Mama, why does the old man never stop talking? He is your grandfather, our storyteller. He keeps alive our tales from long ago. You see your father beside him? He listens carefully. He must learn the sagas so that he may retell them when grandfather passes. You will take his place. You must listen to their words and commit them to memory. For one day, you shall be the storyteller. The little boy draws an ox's head in three simple lines in the sand. I wish there was an easier way. By Samantha Buru. The chimpanzee had strayed too far from its range and had been seen. The others were after him. He was not of their troop, and after great cacophony in the forest canopy, they caught up with him and surrounded him. The four shooters stood ready, rifles cocked, as the bound, gagged and blindfold man stood before them, shaking and passing his final water. He was not of their kin, and they had caught him, wandering lost over the border. In more ways than one, we are closely akin to the other apes, and evolution has taken us only so far. Keep you right here. 
Is our love by Rob Lewis? says here, mumbled Gerald, there are seven types of love. Erotic, Drusilla chuckled, thinking back forty years. Chance would be a fine thing. Then there's uh, ludus, playfulness. Gerald continued, egg dripping down his chin. Next up is uh, agape, altruism, whatever that means. Number four, Philautia, that's loving yourself. Drusilla nearly spat out her tea. Oh, sounds like someone I know. Her loved one ignored that. Next is uh, Philia, friendship, he resumed. Suppose that's us. The last two sound right. Pragma, steadiness, and storge, dependency and familiarity. Drusilla snuggled up under his sweaty armpit. Steadiness and familiarity. Their love in a nutshell.
lips on frozen words, cracked teeth on hard syllables, wolf's milk painted. Master by Alexandra Jacoby. For a long time he had been treading a narrow road. Every time he encountered something beautiful, he tried to capture its essence in just a few short syllables leaving out all that was unnecessary. Things that went unsaid spoke volumes. No need to describe battles and bloodshed. The summer grass summarized, summed up, the fate of the Fujiwara clan. No need to mention death. The sound of the temple bell, the scent of flowers, told and breathed mortality. But now, this view... Pine trees, islands, sea and sky. Nature had written her own poetry. He was lost for words.
The Man Who Dressed to the Left by John Dew. On the 13th of November I awoke sensing a degree of light greater than usual for 5.45am. I was late. My subsequent hurried exit from home was punctuated by the rough donning of trousers, a dropped toothbrush, coffee dribble and the spilling of loose change. All was not well in my world. A sense that up was down, in was out, rough was smooth. Something I felt unable to take together. This day was at odds with myself as its occupant. And so it continued. Until at 3pm I discovered my Johnson had been accidentally tucked into the right trouser leg. Special Needs by Jenny Miller Good morning. I'd like you to make me a lopsided armchair, please. You see, I just couldn't stand having armpits. B-I-I-D, they call it. It took me ages to find a surgeon who would agree to do it, but I had them filled in. 
It was brilliant. No more waxing, BO or deodorant. The problem is, they used my left buttock as the stuffing, so I find sitting a bit difficult now. I thought perhaps if you could measure my remaining buttock, you might be able to design the chair accordingly. Oh, a half-sized cushion. What a brilliant idea. You have been listening to another fine crop of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. And why don't you grow an onion? Just get in touch with either Cone Radio directly or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, your microfiction must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. Be seeing you. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. Mm-hmm.